Hello, welcome to day three of Glitch Free Gaming's Game of the Year 2019. Feels like day six. It kind of does. It's not even that late. See, I know. We're I, actually I, we're making good pace we, this we year. We actually are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bloody good progress. We're only going to do four categories. Because I killed one of them. Because <laughs> Mike killed one of them. Um, that was not an admission of guilt. Don't come for <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but at least one of them is going to be real long, I think. So we'll see how it goes. I think so, yeah. Uh, so, first up, let's just jump into it. We have Best Story. The nominees for this are Death Stranding, The Outer Wilds, Judgment, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes, Kingdom Hearts 3, Gears 5, and that's it. Baba is you. I'd like, to add, I'd, I'd, I'd like to add Days Gone, but both of you will say the story wasn't that good. You so. Days Gone on if you want. Yeah, go for I'm it. Yeah. On. I really like the story. In and days then gone. cut Days Gone. <laughs> <laughs> I almost added Days Gone to this as well. Um, I don't mind the story in that game. Yeah. Um, the Outer Worlds? Do you want to put that one? Uh, here's the thing. Outer Worlds is really, really good. But the story's, you know, fair enough to drive it forward. But it's nothing we haven't seen before. Let me tell you guys about later alligator. See, there's this alligator, an alligator in New York. Uh, I'm just having a quick skim through to see if there's anything else we should maybe add. Pokemon? Mm. Deep Pokemon story? About beating up your best mate's big brother? You gotta be the very best, like no one ever was. Catching them is your real test, but to train them is your cause? No. No? Okay. Pokemon tear around the world doing stuff until a professor comes. Marvel on the Alliance 3? Story was pretty good. Oh, I, I don't remember nothing about this. <laughs> it. It was kind of it was kind of just there's infinity gems, collect them. Yeah, <laughs> but it was a rewritten canon version of story, so Well Yeah, the, it felt like it took certain beats from comics and stuff that you yeah. already knew. Uh not best story though I don't think yeah I don't think it would really was just trying to throw it in there crack down try and help Uh, I almost put control on here because it has really good writing but I think the exclusion of control here is mainly because it is the writing's really good but it's not really the main story that's the good part about it it's yeah. the incidental stuff on the sides it's all the things explaining the lore of the world and the, right. you know, the so taking that then as a base of what you said then possibly Death Stranding I was going to say I kind of feel that way about Death Stranding like, Yeah, it, the it, main story's kind of eh it's the world that's really interesting yeah so I would I'd, I'd possibly say that it doesn't belong there because the story is fucking whacked. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the the premise of it is okay and then he starts to flesh it out a little bit and it just... I think the story's fine in it. I think it's purely told. I think that's the weakest part about it is that it's... Yeah. Is kind of like Kingdom Hearts but not as bad as Kingdom Hearts or worse than Kingdom Hearts. Sorry. Um, the story is really back-heavy. So, most of the story for Death Stranding is all in the last section, and they just lore dump tons of stuff on, and it's not very interesting because it's just people talking for hours and mm-hmm. nothing happening. Um, so it's a Kojima game, kind of. 
usually there's a lot more of those lore dumps throughout the game and like yeah. Metal Gear. I and mean, I've told you, I, I envisioned how he makes his games. It's just simply by smoking a fuck ton of weed and writing a script and going, it's, right, let's make this. It's probably part of it. Um, it's the, you know, if you describe any of Kojima's games, you know. Would you like me to tell you the story of Metal Gear? No. Well, what's it about? It's about a guy who stops a terrorist attack. All right, so nanomachines. Brilliant, okay. Tell me about that. And the, All right, so the story is nothing, you know. So he's a clone, and his brother, also a clone, and genome soldiers, and then... <laughs> yeah. um, and ladies yeah, and gentlemen, but... the explanation of why I don't play Kojima uh... games, none of them make a lick of sense. No, but that's part of the charm. That's... I feel like I must have... I said this to someone else the other day. I feel like I must have described the entire plot of Metal Gear Solid on a podcast before. I feel like we've had an episode where I've done that I rant. don't think you're that talented. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone could, actually. I mean, I would probably be able to get to Metal Gear Solid 4 before I just fell off it and be like, and then it got bad. Only metal, <laughs> then only, it gets real bad. only Metal Gear game I was ever able to play was the one made by Platinum Games that had fuck all to do with Kijima. The story in that one's real bad. <laughs> the, the story in the first one, you kind of go, right, okay, fair enough. And then you get to the second one, and you've got... The guy that's not Snake running about in his bare ass. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, okay, I'm done. Do we want to add Untitled Goose Game? Um, do we want to add... I mean, that's a cracking story. <laughs> Great story. He attacks all those Brexit force. Um, so we're meant to be whittling down rather than... I know, I'm, ju- I'm just having one last look. Mortal Kombat 11, Paul? I heard the story's good in that. The story is very good. But does it belong in best story? No. Well, that's fair. Um, We're trying to whittle down again, Kieran. Gears 5. Gears 5's in here. What is it? Do I cut Gears 5? No. <laughs> Gears uh, 5 has a fantastic story. That's fair. Um, okay, I've had my quick look. I don't think there is any others. Except for... No. I was going to say, uh, another one I considered adding then didn't for the same reason as like Death Stranding Control is Fire Emblem. Because I don't think the main story is really the interesting part about it. It's the, it's the, way the, it's the character dialogue yeah. and the, the, that stuff. Yeah, that's that fair think, enough. So. That's completely fair enough. Cool. How is the story in Outer Worlds? Let's, 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 let's. It's fucking fantastic. Outer Worlds is this game that. I'm going to have to like, spoil a bunch of stuff here, but neither of you guys care, so it's fine. I'm not going to play it. People listening to the podcast, there will be spoilers right now. So, um, There are worlds you start off uh, being sent out to explore this galaxy, and you're kind of just there to explore the solar system. You're just, there's nothing... You're pointed in a couple of directions, but there's no, like, you're out to save the world or anything like that. It's just you're going to go explore. And... You, as you progress uh, very early on, you after a certain amount of time, the sun explodes and you just fucking die. But you reset, and if you've died before that, you'll reset as well. Like if you crash into something, die. But eventually, at some point, you will live long enough that the sun just fucking explodes and you die. And so, in your head, at least your your kind of mission becomes like, why the fuck is the sun exploding? (laughs) How do I stop that? And so. You end up exploring all these planets and scanning all this, you know, dialogue from these uh, ancient races, or not even ancient races, but this this previous race that was doing some kind of experiment across your solar system, and 
the way that the story connects up together is that you're going to these individual planets and solving puzzles and you know figuring things out that way and it all kind of interconnects to make this overall whole and you find out like that it's weird because this can happen in different orders for people depending on what planets you go to first and what you find first and whatever um but the gist of the the story of what's happening is that the race that was there before you were trying to find the center of the universe by sending a probe out and so every time you reset you see a space station explode and fire a probe out in a direction Mm -hmm. and every reset it goes in a different direction and they were doing that they created this time loop to be able to keep doing that to send probes across the entire universe and find the center of the universe and as they're doing that they realize they need a power source so massive that they can do it. So they explode the sun. So they explode the sun. So they build the sun platform that is skimming around the sun, and you can you you technically can land your ship on it, but it's so close to the sun, the the gravity just pulls you in most of the time, and you just die. But again, as you're exploring, you'll eventually find an area where they explain that oh, we set up these teleporters everywhere, and you'll be like, I've seen those fucking things everywhere, but I didn't know how they worked. But you learn the knowledge of oh, if I'm doing this. They teleport me. Right. As you get teleported onto the sun station and you learn that uh, their plan was the sun station would cause the sun to explode. They would get caught in this time loop. Every time the sun exploded, they'd reset back. They'd fire a probe each time in a different direction and then thousands and thousands of times they'd fire it and they'd eventually find the centre of the universe and they'd go there. And it didn't work and they couldn't blow up the sun. And the whole plot of the game is that the all of their plans came into effect because the sun got old and exploded. Because that's what suns do. Uh-huh. And all of their stuff was a failure, and you can't stop it. It's not there's not some machine blowing up the sun. It's just the end of the world. Uh-huh. You can't do anything about it. And it's got this kind of like bittersweet ending of just like, oh well, that's the end. And it's really, really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. I really like the story in that game. You're you're not selling me on it. Yeah, oh, I'm man. completely unsold really? on it as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it sounds like tired and redone tropes about a million times over. Like what? It's. The no, whole... no, name something else. If it's a trope, what's it from? The whole resetting thing has been done a from million what? times. I can't think of something off the top of my head. But... You can't call something a tired trope if you don't have a single example. It's been done a million times. It's not the first thing to do and it won't be the last. I mean, sure, the time loop thing isn't, but the, the rest of the story is. No, I mean, the, the rest of the story is original, yeah. yeah. But time... I, I really like the story. The whole I time think... loop thing puts me off it completely. Yeah. I have... Uh, oh, there's a, a couple of films I've seen that I can't remember the names but basically that idea where you think you're stuck yeah in a loop and the, the idea of the loop is to fix the, the thing that's yeah but actually it's just to end it yeah yeah it's definitely been done before i think it's yeah. just it's um, it's the way it's told through piecing together these bits of stories yeah, i just it i don't think there's anything that you could see or show yeah that's going to turn myself yeah. from it but yeah it's, that's it, i suppose that's fair enough you explained it really well yeah. And I'm just unsold completely on it. <laughs> I, I just sat here going, yeah, it doesn't sound great. Fair. 
So. So speaking of things that aren't great, Gears Five. Let's go. <laughs> things- I mean, you can murder Gears Five if you want. <laughs> I just don't think it's a good game. I mean, I think it's an okay game. It's just- it's a great game. It's the best Gears they've done since Gears One. That's so, not saying much. <laughs> it's like saying. Did you did you play four? Yes. No, I didn't. You didn't. I so didn't play four. You basically watched the the little video. I, I watched the the video at the start. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand what happened in four, but I hadn't played it because I didn't have an Xbox, mm-hmm. and I wasn't gonna play through all the whole way through four before I played five. Yeah. I I like the story in it. it Gears has this thing where it does you know there's a whole thing happening normally if you go even back to uh, 2 and Mm -hmm. 3 this whole war with the locusts is happening but everything focuses on what's happening with Dom in 2 and 3 it's with the politics and he's trying to find his dad and things so I do like that yeah, it focuses on the characters, and I I feel that the characters are normally well fleshed out, well thought yeah, yeah, of, and written very well done. Um, I I thought it was a, a good story. I really thought it was a good story. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing where it's going. You know, if they're doing six, I'm assuming they are. I didn't finish it because I didn't yeah. think the story was very interesting. I thought it was just the character stuff's good. Like the the main woman is. Like well developed and like it's it's yeah. interesting, but I think the overall thing of hey we're I, fighting the locust again is like okay, uh, okay. Ah uh, yeah, but that's <laughs> right. It's the fifth game. Come on, guys. It's, su- it's such a small part of it. I'm more. It's more in here for me because of character development. Yeah. Meeting characters, the characters you meet, the stories they tell between each other. Mm-hmm. You get you meet people who Marcus and other people have known since the the wars where they were fighting other humans before mm. the locust appeared and they were against each other and now they're together old and it's just the stories they create around each other and with each other that mm-hmm. I'm not saying the storyline in itself but everything that builds it is mm. what makes it good yeah so what about Kingdom Hearts 3 um Kingdom Hearts 3 doesn't need to be on here. Kingdom Hearts 3 is on here because I like the Kingdom Hearts story because, like, my love of Metal Gear, it's nonsensical, massive, full of its own bullshit, and... I like the Kingdom Hearts story. I'm surprised you don't like Metal Gear Solid. They're the same story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but this one has... This one has magic and Disney and isn't shit. Man, you should play Metal Gear Solid. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I can pretty much like you, Kieran, I can flesh out the Metal Gear Solid universe and story for you. Can't fucking oh, do no, it I Kingdom could, Hearts. I could explain the entire Kingdom Hearts story to you right here, right now. He's but done it with me on Skype. Yeah, but we don't have three hours. <laughs> um, but Kingdom Hearts 3, the stuff that it adds to the story is cool, because it is kind of like... It's not the end of the story, but it's the end of like this arc of the story, basically. The thing they've been doing with Kingdom Hearts is that they've had like three or four spin-offs since the last main game. Yes. Except they're not spin-offs, they are main story parts of the game. And they had a mobile game, which is still going, which has been going for years and has like 40,000 levels you can play through and the story from that is also integral to what is going on in Kingdom you Hearts. You have to have played every piece of media on every Yeah. So you don't have to device to you, really get it all. You don't 
have to for the just the main of it. Um, but it's more just this is the stuff it wraps up is it wraps up the Xehanort stuff. So the main villain from the series, um, who again I'm not actually going to explain the full Kingdom Hearts story, but he was the main bad guy in Kingdom Hearts One, or a version of him was the main yes. bad guy in Kingdom Hearts 1 <laughs> a version of him was the main villain in Kingdom Hearts 2 along with his full squad of 13 people um, in Kingdom Hearts 3 he has reformed that squad as the real organisation 13 which is comprised of four versions of himself and then also a bunch of other people yes, yeah. um, and this is the end of his story like this is Sora and the crew like beating him permanently for good mm-hmm but also setting up what is going to come next which is a lot of stuff that's been teased and kind of built up in the mobile game which is prequel stuff about the master of masters and this box that everyone's looking for and yeah um the story's good it doesn't need to be on this list it's no no it, the stuff it does is good <laughs> it, it wraps stuff up nicely it has good character moments it ends the plot line of basically every character or not ends but like it wraps everyone up nicely gives everyone a good end and like brings back all the birth by sleep characters and is like you guys are happy now <laughs> and then fucks up Kyrie so bad they had to release a DLC to fix it <laughs> which is <sighs> oh, spoilers for the end of Kingdom Hearts 3 they give everyone a happy ending then they kill Kyrie <laughs> she's the only one that dies and it's like what the fuck they give the main villain a happy ending and then it's like and then Kyrie gets blown up so they released the DLC where Sora finds her and fixes her. Which is it's very silly. Um, but yeah, doesn't need to be on here. Uh, Travis Strikes Again doesn't need to be on here either. I mean, I'll just put it on here because it was funny. I'm okay with taking Gears 5 off. Because <laughs> you want Days Gone on there? Over Days, yeah. Uh, I mean, Gears... Um, I mean... As I say, Travis Strikes Again, the story is all told through... These kind of visual novel sections, yes, yeah, and they are genuinely very interesting and do set up the story for No More Heroes Three, right? And like, I definitely recommend people that are into that series and uh, that writing and that world and stuff like that try it out because that writing is very funny and the story is very good. There's a section in the DLC for it where um, he goes off to like a lot of it is kind of just like a No More Heroes game. Yeah. Like it is him going off and fighting these bosses and stuff like that. One of them he just plays Fire Pro Wrestling with. And the guy's like, You beat me at Fire Pro, I'm done! <laughs> it's really good. Mm. Days Gone? I'm, I'm going to be made to decide between Gears 5 and Days Gone. And we haven't talked about Judgment yet, but yeah. <laughs> well, Actually, know, we'll see. hang on a minute. How come you get judgment in Outer Wilds? Oh, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> um, Days Gone story though. Days Gone story is good. It's actually pretty decent. I mean, it's it's yeah, pretty standard pretty, zombie stuff, but it's it's standard it's good. zombie stuff, but it's well written. I mean, yeah. the character interactions are well done. It's well written in that the characters are piece of shit, and so the character in- interactions are bad. But you understand that because the main characters bad yeah I so mean, like when they have the fucking wedding scene and it's the worst thing ever it's like yeah of course it is these people suck yeah it's like a horrible trashy biker gang yeah I mean it's the whole point but the main plot of like trying to find what 
I, I find out where your wife ended up. Or... I love the surprise, or you know, you kind of figure it out before you get there, of who his wife is when you reach that second stage. I haven't got that far with it. It's one of those I keep wanting to go back to, but it's the same thing. Kieran, you and I have said time and time again. We always find something that's like doesn't gel with me yeah, about that game. Yeah. Um, so there are things that I, I like as something I kind of want to ruin a bit of it but I don't because I want you to have that experience if you ever play it to that stage because mm-hmm. that is one of my favourite moments in gaming this year is when you get to that second part so put on best moment man. <laughs> well yeah <laughs> it's but it, won't, it won't win I'm, I'm fine with you spoiling it That's... you get to this whole second section and there's this militia that's being run by like old army generals mm-hmm who are there to wipe out the sins of the world and the zombies and everything. And one of them has a person working for them called the Witch. And you do a ton of work learning around legwork and everything. And then you eventually find out who the Witch is. And it's your wife. And she's working for the militia trying to make a bioweapon to wipe out the zombies. Yeah, well, it was... Yeah. And that's not really good writing. You could have guessed that. That makes sense. She's going to end up working for the baddies. Yeah. I assume eventually she uh, ends up trying to make a cure instead, given the whole thing they keep teasing throughout the whole game is, these zombies are slowly getting smarter, huh? Like, it is literally the... uh, Oh, yeah, no, there's... What's the the (laughs) movie with Will Smith? Oh. I Am Legend. I Am Legend. Where the, the vampire... Zombie people are getting smarter over time. Yes. Um, though he was the real monster the whole time. They were scared of him. Um, <laughs> the like it's that. It's. I will take days going off here for the simple reason that I do not like how it ends. I do not like the ending to that game. It you see, ends. Will Smith gets his house burnt down, and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. Will Smith is in this? Man, imagine if he was. Day, days Gone ends... You're doing all this stuff, doing all this stuff, mm-hmm. doing all this stuff, loads and loads and loads, and you think, oh, you know, I've been playing this for fucking ages. But you get to a point, and there's like so much stuff happening, you're going, well, there's, you know, there's a hell of a lot to resolve here. And boom, it cuts off, it's done, it's ended. There's a crap ton they could bring back that they need to resolve in a second game, which might be why they did it. But I just don't like the way. Yeah, the course uh-huh. makes it. Cool. I, I don't like the way it ends, so I'll happily take off because of that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Judgment is a game. Well, I told you guys before. It's about you know private detective who used to be a lawyer and mm-hmm. you know, um, the main job that kind of sparks the. The kind of the start of the story is that um, there's a serial killer going around killing low-level yakuza goons and ripping their eyes out, and you're like, "Well, I'll figure out that. That's fine. That's what I do." Um, and you go through a bunch of stuff. You find, you know, you you interact with the yakuza, and you you realize that one of the higher-up yakuza is clearly covering for this guy, but you can't really connect them up. Um, and then one of your friends gets killed and gets his eyeballs ripped out and so you find the last you find his phone <clears throat> go phone the last place he phoned and it's like some big medical company and 
then the rest of the game is about trying to figure out how they are connected to this whole thing and learning a lot about dementia which All is, right. is a weird turn for that game where and it's the thing they kind of do to differentiate themselves from Yakuza where it's not just a straight up here's the different Yakuza clans fighting against each other it's this serial killer and I'm just going to spoil this whole thing because you guys have never met this. No, um, not a million years. Yeah, um, but obviously it's better told in the game. <laughs> um, but the gist of it is you, the main character has a connection to that medical place already because it's where the guy he got off for murder was from. The, guy, the murder that that guy committed was that he murdered a guy, uh, like a, a dementia patient in his bed that was there. Mm, okay. And the game focuses a lot on the fact that you know there's, there's like a whole multiple whole cutscenes about like dementia statistics and like how m- many people in Japan are impacted because of the aging population of everyone has family members affected by dementia. Everyone has yeah. you know this connection to it. everyone's scared of it happening to them someday. Like it's all stuff. There's no cure for it. And this company has announced the cure for it. They're like we figured it out. It's in testing just now. Mm-hmm. Not human testing yet, just animal testing and stuff. But we're getting there. We'll be able to test this. We'll be able to get this drug working, and you know, we'll get dementia uh-huh. sorted, and we'll be rich and famous and great. And they get like a big grant for the government for it and stuff like that. Uh, and the whole kind of reveal of this thing at the end and how they're connected to it is the doctor that created that dementia drug tested it on a patient. And then he died. And so he right. framed the first guy he saw, which was this other guy who was working there, and you defend and get off the hook. And then he hires someone to kidnap low level Yaxagons that no one will notice going <laughs> missing and starts pumping them full of this dementia drug to try and perfect it. But really, he's just murdering tons of people. Um, and it's really good and obviously there's like way more to it than that because this is like a 40 hour game like there's you know obviously more layers to it and stuff like that but it's just so well told and so and it's a kind of theme that I didn't expect them to try and tackle in a game like this like talk making so much about dementia and like every character in it is not necessarily like all the bad guys are not bad guys because they're out there trying to you know be rich and make money for themselves and kill people and stuff mm-hmm. like that like in the rest of the Yakuza games like they are in it because they believe in this miracle drug and they want rid of dementia because it's a scary disease <laughs> and everyone's like no my grand has dementia fuck that we've got this we've got this miracle drug and it's like yeah but we've mur- murdered like 30 Yakuza but my grand <laughs> um it's just really good it's really well told um, and also there's way more like character moments and stuff like that and all of the characters are super well developed in it it's probably my new favourite of the Yakuza series because it's slightly different probably because it's slightly different but I mean like I only got into the series relatively recently so like yeah. it's um, but just because of I just think the story is so much better told than the rest of them which I like the story in the previous ones a lot but it's just so well told um, but yeah it's fantastic um, we have three <laughs> we, ha- we have three we're down at three uh, I could fight all day for Gears 5 but I'm probably not going to win 
thing is, I don't know if I can win on him other two. So <laughs> I don't think you guys are really sold on either of them. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, qu- yeah, quite, quite uh, honestly, we like different things. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. Um, yeah, like I said, I I really liked Gears Five. Um, like you say, Cat is an interesting character. Yeah. yeah. That's Kate, her name. sorry, not Cat. Kate. That's her name. Yeah. So, um, um, I like. You've got the reveal at the end of Gears Four. Mm-hmm. Yep. That she may not be entirely what she thinks or seems. Yep. And so there's a little bit of a mystery running through, and it tails off in in the middle of the game. You. There's also that choice section. Yeah. So. No, 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 that's. Yeah, no. That's yeah, I might, I might be a bit behind there as yeah. well. I think I know what you're on about, but. Yeah, there, there, there's a choice that yeah. you make at some point, and it really impacts the way things go. Yeah, so I am. Um, it's it's a game that I'm in the process of finishing. I will go back and finish it because I want to see where the story's going as well. And so it's, there's a lot of feel good factor in it because you know, Baird comes in, Cold comes in. A lot of fan service. Carmine comes in. There's a lot of fan service. Well, Carmine's lo- in all of them. Yeah, a, a lot of them are in four as well. Yeah. So you, you're missing out. You've kind of I, I'm, I'm, I, I probably have. Possibly, yeah, you're possibly thinking more of the story because you've come in and you've you've watched the catch up and then yeah. jump straight I, in. I, I didn't whereas play four. A lot of that information is drip fed through, through four. Yeah. 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 thing I'll say is I will probably go back and finish Gears 5 at some point because <laughs> it is interesting enough. Whereas I didn't go back to Gears Four, I just yeah, no, I just I've didn't heard, like Gears Four. I've heard Gears Four is not that great, and that's why I should Ge- have skipped it. It's okay. It's it's a Gears game. It's not. Yeah, Gears Four when it started, I. It gets so, better. Yeah, it does. It starts it, slow. You have to. It is. You have to play through the first three. Uh, they call them acts. You need to get through those three acts because then the Kate story. Kicks in. Yeah, okay. come through. Yeah. After you get Marcus, then it's like, okay, well, yeah. we're on track to actually have yeah. a story now. Um, yeah, because you, you're kind of just milling around this world that doesn't feel familiar, familiar yeah. at all. And you're fighting a bunch of robots that aren't very fun to fight, and it's not. There's, yeah. no, there's yeah. not a lot of good reason for that, it. That whole part of the story I didn't really get in the catch up section. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, mm, I don't really want to go back and play four if that's what I need to play. Yeah, yeah, it's it. It was kind of a ham fisted way to try to let you know that while you know the big bad in the world has went away, the people in that world are still fucked up and they're they're still looking for a reason to fight. And yeah, because that's all because that's all they know. Yeah, yeah, they're now fighting with each other. And that could have been handled a lot better. Yeah. Um. <sighs> I really don't know where to go here. Toss a coin. I to your witcher. <laughs> I was waiting on it. <laughs> Valley of Plenty. Uh, if you didn't um, do it, I would have. <laughs> yeah, it was whoever got it first. Was like, oh, this song is. Again, hanging fruit. Can we put the Witcher Netflix series for best story? It's <laughs> <sighs> a cracking story. It's that. very good. Is. <laughs> Did that come out last year? That was this year, wasn't it? Yeah, well, oh, no, no, it was last was, year. That was, was 2019, yeah. Um, I'm fine with being outnumbered with Gears 5. I got two of my favourites on this list. This... 
Yeah, I'm very, guys, I'm very happy to give it to if Gears you guys. 5. If you guys like Gears Five, if that is the one. only thing I win, I'll be happy about it. <laughs> Gears Five is a good game. Uh, that's fair. Okay, so our best story goes to Gears Five. Also, it's just you, called Gears Five now, isn't it? Yep, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, you really liked the Horde mode, so. The Horde mode's really good. That's just the fact the story. But yes. <laughs> you, st- you still liked it. Yeah, we should put it on the best multiplayer though. That was a good. Oh, we point. should. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Ah, good point. Actually, me and you really enjoyed playing that. Five. Yeah, I, we need to do that again. Actually, because that was really fun. Yeah. Um, cool. Best story: Gears Five with runners-up Outer Wilds and Judgment. Now, a best moment. This also is, could take a while. <laughs> which is the best bets of games? Um, I'm gonna rewrite one of these before we do it, just because <laughs> I kind of wrote a placeholder one in. So I didn't spoil a thing until now, and now I'm going to spoil it. Uh, this doesn't mean anything to people listening. <laughs> Kieran is currently typing. Yeah. Um, so our list we have is getting the hat weapon in Devil May Cry Five. I can't remember the name of the actual weapon, but it's a hat. Um, <laughs> the ashtray maze in Control. Level is Baba. Winning a Tetris ninety nine match. The VR level in Sayonara Wild Hearts, Zeta Flare in Kingdom Hearts 3, the first time the soundtrack kicks in on a delivery and Death Stranding, pizza delivery for Death Stranding, which I'm going to expand out to the whole series of pizza delivery quests, because yeah. there's three of them, uh-huh. and they're fantastic. Dynamite, Control, Shadows of the Damned, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes 3, Travis Strikes Again, and figuring out what's going on in Outer Wilds. So the one I added in here was Leva. Level is Baba, which is a spoiler for Baba as You. Uh-huh. There's a point in Baba as You where you encounter the word level inside levels. And the idea is that you win it by making it level is win. And that just means the whole level is win, so you win instantly. Right. But you can also change it to level is Baba. And that spawns Baba out on the world map. And then you can start pushing levels around. And then you can solve the world map. <laughs> and then it unlocks other worlds that you can then go in and do more levels in that oh, are even wow. more puzzle yeah. difficult. And also have solutions to the world maps in there. And you can get like the real ending to it. Ah, oh, nice. And it's nuts and it's really good. <laughs> it's just one of those mind blowing sections where you're just like, what happens? Because it's the first. Baba's You doesn't have any tutorials. Okay. It does its tutorials through the puzzles. So you'll get a puzzle that is just, you know, like one of the early ones is just, you know, Baba is you, uh, flag is win, but flag is off. So if you touch flag, nothing happens. So you push flag down to flag is win, and then you touch flag and you win. Mm-hmm. And it builds up step by step so that you just learn over time. Okay, yeah. And so when you first encounter a level, the first thing you do is, well, let's see what happens when I do stuff. You do level is... Uh, destroy then the level gets destroyed and there's just nothing there and it blank screen so you have to rewind level is win whatever and then you go back and you're like well, what if I make it Baba and you turn level is Baba and you can do other things as well you can do like level is and there's a whole section of the game a whole world map called meta that is built around these puzzles of turning the levels into different things to solve different puzzles inside the world map of the level <laughs> and it's nuts and it's really fucking good. <laughs> Sounds like some really heavily in-depth programming. Yeah, it's I, I don't know. It's, like, it's, <laughs> it's you're turning levels into sections to make other levels, and you're 
yeah it's yeah it was definitely one of the most memorable moments for me this year where I was just like oh shit <laughs> you can do that um I don't have a single thing I <laughs> do you feel like... want to add you were talking about the that reveal in Days Gone yeah I, li- I like the the uh the witch reveal in Days Gone but I also do feel like with Mike that that is kind of I mean, the yeah. obvious thing I mean it becomes very obvious the closer you get to it yeah but because that whole quest line is you talking to the the the, the hazmat guy um, yeah. about you know do you know what happened to my wife there might be a chance she's alive and it's like yeah of course she's fucking alive um, yeah, I mean, it's just not that surprising. Yeah. The, the other bit that I really enjoyed this year is when you first jump out onto the snow in Gears 5 on the, like, skimmer yeah. speeder thing. Yep. That's a very... But I don't think it needs to be on there. No, They're just parts I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the Zeta Flare Kingdom Hearts 3 thing doesn't need to be on there. Um, I added it because it's a real cool moment. There's a bunch of really cool moments. I'm not going to spoil all of them. Um at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3 for people that are fans of the series but Zeta Flare's a cool one because of the stupidity of it because Zeta Flare is technically like the most powerful spell in all of the Final Fantasy universe that no one can perform but Donald Duck just fucking does it <laughs> so canonically Donald Duck is like the strongest mage in any Final Fantasy game, game. <laughs> it's really uh... good what I would like to add, and I don't know if you two will agree with me, is when you trip the young boy up in Untitled Goose Game and make him fall in the puddle. <laughs> <laughs> I would mm. is there, I don't know if I go with that one, but is there a good Untitled Goose Game bit? Oh, there's plenty in, actually... in there. <sighs> there's plenty in there when you get the bucket stuck on the guy's head. That one's pretty good. Um, For me, it's probably getting the man to throw the thing over the fence so he breaks it yep that worked that was that was the one that I was just like oh I can't believe that works <laughs> uh yeah no there's lots in Untitled Goose Game and Untitled Goose Game as a whole yeah that's the thing if we could think if we, <laughs> yeah. could, if we could think of one to go on the list I would be very happy to go on the list <laughs> so Death Stranding Kojima has always had he, he can produce these dramatic moments mm. and these reveals and things. So, in Death Stranding, you're introduced to this world. You find out that you are a you're a courier, and you go right. Okay, you're Porter. That's fine. Sam Porter Bridges, and uh, you get sent out on a delivery, and you you've learned that the world is fucked up. It doesn't look how. Yep. You know how, how we see it. It's all very rocky and it's weird and it's hard to get from place to place. So you get sent out on a delivery, and your the world looks rather big. You and you head off in a direction. So you've been given a point on a map, and so you know I need to head that direction. Off you go. And all of a sudden, the camera pulls back to show. You, just the extent and the, the vastness of this empty, horrible space Worlds. that you're in. Yeah. And as it kicks in, the music from there's a, a low roar low roar song that comes in. Yep. And it's just perfectly timed. And it's just one of those moments in gaming that you see. Um, 
it reminded me of a lot of other moments from other Kojima games. The first time you see, and I'm going to fuck her name up, the <laughs> the female sniper, uh, Wolf, in Metal Gear. Yeah, Sniper Wolf. Sniper Wolf, yeah. Isn't it Sniper Wolf? I think it's just Sniper Wolf. I think it is, yeah. Because Decoy Octopus, Sniper Wolf. Yeah, they're all animals. Revo- Revolver also. Revolver also. Yep. Yes. Again, Kojima's on drugs. <laughs> yeah, Kojima's naming conventions are outstanding. Yes. I will not stand for the slander. <laughs> on heavy drugs. It's just one of those one of those moments. Yeah, I feel that that should probably be on here. Probably more so than the other Death Stranding thing on here. Um, although I do also really like that one of the missions is deliver pizzas. Yes, um, so you're, I think you need to set the scene though. Is that it's a pretty daft premise anyway? Yeah. You know that yeah. um, Paul's went on about it, and you know he's trivialising it by saying <laughs> that it's basically Amazon Prime delivery man, the game. But you're mostly giving like important things or things that these people need for survival to yes. these people or things they would not be able to access very easily and then yes yeah, someone just orders a fucking pizza <laughs> and you're like I'm delivering a pizza and you have to keep it horizontal otherwise it'll tip and it breaks and you drop a pizza and whatever. yeah um, so you have to stack other things on your backpack that you don't need just so you can lay the pizza flat on top um, or you can put it in the back of a truck which yes. what I did um, or you yeah <laughs> But I don't. Did you do the rest of those quests? Mm, I did. No, I didn't. I don't okay. think I did. Well, here's some minor spoilers for Death Stranding. Right. That come from the, that series of quests, which is the thing that would make me consider adding or keeping this on this list is that there's three of those missions. Yes, I've I've got. I think I've done the second. I haven't done because the second one you go there and like you were mentioned before. Every time you go to like one of these delivery places, all of them are these bunkers that are completely sealed, and you never go inside. You just you know yes deliver a thing to it. And this one you go and the bunker doors open, and you deliver a thing. The doors open. You go inside and there's pictures and maps and stuff spread and pasted all over the walls, following Sam's journey. And pictures of Sam everywhere, and it's like this, like it's really like, you know the old sunny in Philadelphia, Pepe Sylvia thing of the like big conspiracy <laughs> board. It's that, but for Sam, and you're like this fucker just mainly deliver pizzas. What the fuck? And then you get an email from the guy that uh, from that made the thing, but he sent it from the wrong email address because it's um, what's his name, the the main villain played by Troy Baker with the gold mask. Um, I can't remember his name now because he's a really rubbish villain. Yeah. But the game is—it's the revelation that the game is fully aware that he's a really rubbish villain <laughs> because he's been hiding out in this bunker, making his shitty conspiracy theory wall about you, and in like wasting your time by getting you to order to deliver pizzas for him. <laughs> and he accidentally sends an email. Like he still signs it off by his fake like alias that yeah. he sent he- for the first one and for the order. Uh huh. But the email address, like, says, or the 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 thing that the person it's from says, whatever the fuck his name was, and you're like, all right, <laughs> this <laughs> asshole, this fucking, his this super villain that's like trying to end the world and his fucking plot, like, to deal with me is to waste my time by making me deliver a pizza. 
Um, so you're an Amazon delivery driver who's underpaid and has to moonlight delivering pizzas. <laughs> pretty yes. much. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but then the third mission from it, um, I can't remember, I don't think it has any revelations at the end of it, but it's also just super fucking hard because you have to deliver a pizza and also a case of champagne. <laughs> and the case of champagne you can't carry on your back because it's too fragile, so you have to carry it by hand. And you have to deliver uh, it from the other side of the map back to that bunker again. Wow. So you're just like running down the roads with this champagne. <laughs> like I can't, I can't do that. I can't fall over or else this pizza will break. Oh my god, <laughs> it's the worst. And it's like, oh my god, this villain's evil this, plan has come yeah. to fruition. There, there is some other moments with these these deliveries that are not part of the the main story, but they're they're really good. And one of them is it involves a cameo from someone. I mean, most of them do. Um, um, the the costume. The, uh, oh, the Keeley one. No, sorry, no. it's Keeley, it's uh, Conan Brown. Yeah. Sorry, because Jeff Keeley's also in one of them, and... Uh, there was me trying to avoid spoilers, but... Nah, whatever. <laughs> Kieran's passed that, he spoiled everything so far in this podcast. <laughs> Game of the year. If you haven't played it yet, also they Kieran doesn't they care also about your feelings. Before the game came out that on, he was on Conan O'Brien's show. Yeah, yeah, yes, they announced that he was yeah. in it, but you didn't know. Oh, which exactly. one it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah which one it was? Actually, no, they, they showed that as well because they showed they okay. showed gameplay of them going again it because you get the uh, the otter costume. You think? Yes, you get the otter costume. So yeah. it's a swim better. And yeah, it just the, there's moments like that littered throughout the game, and it's it lets you know that they're not taking it too seriously. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, we can remove that one. There is a lot of these to, to get them <laughs> to go Let's through. Let's get yeah. going. Uh, we can probably remove both of the Travis Strikes Again ones. So, um, have we... Did you explain? No, 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 I'll explain them just now as we get rid of them. Uh, the Shadows of the Damned one is the partway through the game. The, the structure of Travis Strikes Again is that you're Travis from No More Heroes and you're trying to... Uh, collect these seven death balls they're basically dragon balls um, but they're video games also and you put them into this console and then you have to play through the game and each of them has an intro movie and the intro movies are all like really good kind of old school parodies of things like they're very PS1 style like intro movies um, except one of them just doesn't do anything like you put it off and it's just like a bunch of like placeholder art and stuff like that and it's like oh this one never got finished and you find like a bunch of messages from the developer saying like nah we didn't finish this one you know the publisher really cut off our funding we were trying to make like a giant MMO and stuff so we had to make some dumb action game instead and then you leave get the next one and you go into what was meant to be you know this big RPG that became this kind of dumb action game and it's just an intro movie that's like Xbox 360 quality intro movie and it's Shadows of the Damned <laughs> which is another game by the same developer um, that came out in the 360 and it's this really good CG cutscene of Garcia fucking hotspur from that game getting mutilated by a bunch of angels and then yeah it's just a cool reveal because you're like wait a minute what the fuck um and then the other one is just at the end of the game they announced that No More Heroes 3 is coming which they did it in a cool way because like it just cuts the credits part way through and you just get dumped into again like an unfinished level it's like a it's the Unreal Engine like test thing this is the fault um, 
and you can run around and it plays like a No More Heroes game and then you walk over to a training dummy and Travis just goes, we're in development. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you mean what for? I'm not telling you that. And it's like, it's obvious it's No More Heroes 3. And then they announced No More yeah. Heroes 3 since this because that game came out in January. Um, but they're both cool. Um, cool. We don't need to be on this. Um Uh, uh, I'm assuming you want both Death Stranding ones there. Oh no, Pizza Delivery is one. Okay. Uh, In honour of helping whittle down the list a bit, we could probably cut at least one of the control ones. Dash Maze is probably the one I would cut because Dynamite is so fucking good. Oh, it's just a stupid music okay. video. Um, yeah, so Dynamite and Control is basically it's... It's a real dumb music video because you've throughout the whole game you're finding these FMV pre-recorded sequences from Dr. Darling that are all teaching you about how the world works and about you know the uh, objects of power and the alternate world events and you know all the all the spooky shit um, and they're all relatively self-serious like they're a bit goofy because they're recorded to look like they're yep. you know old um, but then you find one towards the end of the game that is just this music video like this towards the end of the game as Jessie is like losing her mind and you, it's just this music video of Dr. Darling like playing guitar and playing keyboard and singing about how Jessie is dynamite and it's fucking great <laughs> um, oh so the ashtray maze the ashtray maze is a section of that game which is a maze that keeps changing itself so you can never get through it and the janitor Atty who you've kind of talked to a bunch in that game and he's already this weird like mysterious figure that seems to know more than what he's letting on about Mm -hmm. you know the spookiness in the whole place Um, he gives you a Walkman like a little cassette player and is like just listen to this and it's fine Um, and you put on and it starts playing this like Finnish death metal well not this death metal but it's a kind of metal song Uh Um, and you end up playing through this like whole action sequence through the ashtray maze as it's instead of changing itself randomly to spit you back out of the start is changing itself in a specific way to get you through to the end of it and it's just this cool use of music and visuals where this whole thing is like constantly switching mm-hmm. and rotating and stuff like that and it's like playing through a music video basically and it's really cool um, it is really cool yeah you yeah. showed us earlier it's really fun it's really cool it's probably the best action sequence in that game um, I just find Dynamite funnier which is why I really want to I'm assuming I'm gonna have to fight Kieran on figuring out what's going on with the Outer Worlds. Well, so, we Outer Worlds, yeah. we'd already spoke about that in Death in the story. story. So yeah, um, yeah. I just think that's a really good moment. Okay. When and especially because it can happen in different orders for people, depending on which planets you go to and what things right. you find. Like yeah. when you come to that conclusion and realize, oh. I can't stop this. Mm-hmm. That is okay. Yeah. Right. All right. Ones we've not spoke about. Winning a match in Tetris '99. It's a real fucking good experience. <laughs> it's a good experience, but is it the best moment you've had in gaming this year? Probably not, because I've done it a few times though. 
Oh, I think I've only done it twice, actually. <laughs> Sick burn if you haven't. I think I've only done it. Kieran's out here flexing on people. I did it when the... Was it the Fire Emblem theme was available? No, it was, it was quite early. Uh, well, yeah, I did it before that, but I mean, I... The way that you unlock themes in that game before they introduced the ticket system is that they had events, and once you get to... 100 points in the event Yes. you unlock a theme and you get more points you get 100 points if you win a match and then each place down below that you get extra so if you come points. last you get one point basically uh, yeah pretty much pretty I think, much, I think yeah. you do always get like one or two points or yeah. something um, and the Fire Emblem event started and I won the first match that I played and unlocked the Fire Emblem <laughs> theme I was like I'm done it's like, shut it off I retire yeah. um yeah, it's very satisfying because that game's hard as hell, especially now. Yeah. People have gotten so good at that. Uh, is it worth keeping? I don't know. I don't feel super strongly about it. No, no. Um, right. Someone's get... already taken it off, so. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. Because you said it was not your best moment in gaming this year. I don't know if I added it to the list, did I? Did you add it, Mike? No, it was you. Oh, was it me? Okay. Yeah, no, that's no. fine then. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I wasn't right. sure because... Okay. So, okay, I'm going to let Mike choose nope, one. Um, so in Sayonara Wild Hearts is quite a few... There's tons we could just yeah, make. Yeah, kind of like with Untitled Goose Game, we could just make an entire list of yeah, the, best moments. Loads of levels and that's that really things. That's really um, good game. And we've, spoke, we've actually spoke about this level in depth in one of the podcasts. It's in the video we made. Yes, yeah, now uh, here. Yeah. So this is the the VR level in Sayonara Wild Hearts, and it is just really it's intuitive, it's a brilliant level design. But the way that it ties in with the music and everything that's yeah. happened is just yeah. Like for context, most of the levels in Sayonara Wild Hearts are this kind of like three D runner kind of thing yep. like you're running yep. into this you know into the thing um picking up stuff and dodging things based on the rhythm and this one twists that because you get stuck in a vr headset and so when we say it's a vr level it's like you're not you know it's not simulating vr it's literally you're playing on the screen on the front of a vr headset that yes. someone else is wearing <laughs> and it turns into this kind of like top-down shooter and it's just really good. <laughs> um, it's a nice twist that kind of you know comes out of nowhere. Um, not necessarily out of nowhere, but that game does a lot of that kind of thing of we're yeah we're doing weird shit. Every level is completely different. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. I don't know. I have zero fights in this game, oh, so. We've this talked is... about everything except for Devil May Cry, which yeah. we can probably remove. Which is in Devil May Cry 5, you get a hat weapon at some point, and then Dante does like his best Michael Jackson impression, and it's really funny and stupid. Um, there's probably other moments that could be in there in Devil May Cry 5, but mm-hmm. we don't need them. Um, Alright, figuring out what's going on in Outer Wilds. Dynamite Control, VR level, sign our Wild Hearts. Level is Baba, or the four left. One more to get rid of, guys. And the Death Stranding moments. Oh, yeah, yeah, and Death Stranding yeah, moments as well. I would. If I were to. So, make, two more to get rid of. Hmm. I think the Death Stranding moment should be in there. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I think level is Baba should be in there. Yep. The, the personally, the, I would take that or Wilds one over the other two, but yeah, the the dynamite thing is one of those things that it's funny. <laughs> it's funny, and I probably if someone was tell, playing the game, I wouldn't tell them about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's one of those things you want somebody to yeah, discover. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would probably fight to have Sayonara Wild Hearts over mm. Outer Wilds or Baba. Hmm. I'm pretty torn on that. Because I do like Sayonara Wild Hearts a lot. I. It is really cool. But if you look at the other three things that are there, I would argue that they're all game-changing moments. They're yeah, yeah they're all unique. Sinar Wild Hearts has like three more things like that. Yes, yeah. or more than three more things. Yep. Yeah. Um, right. I'm happy to leave the other three. The level of Sinar Wild Hearts with the finger snapping, <sighs> so good. <laughs> um, I'm I'm cool to take off. Yeah. Yep. But what wins? If I had to pick their uh, those three, I have no idea because I haven't played any of them. <laughs> so you're asking the wrong person. Um, this is for you guys to joke out and meet immediately. I kind of don't mind. This is the thing. I like all three of these. <laughs> so I'm happy um, with I, I, I like. I like two of them. I really like two of them. Mm-hmm. The. I was sitting and I'd been waiting for Death Stranding to come out. It comes out. I start playing, and this happens. At but it's just that click. Mm. Um, it it felt like there's only been a few gaming moments that I've had like that as well. One of them was the six or seven time I played Tetris and then all of a sudden the rules made sense I knew how to play the game yeah it just clicked yeah it just clicks and that's what it feels like when this happens something happens and you realise what you have in your hands what you're playing is something really special take the fucking baby in the jar and the, <laughs> you know the the, the, the oil covered beasties and <laughs> you put that all aside and this happens and you, you realise I've got something special here. He's done something momentous. Mm-hmm. And it just comes from the camera pulling back, the song playing, and Porter's there and he's just struggling to get where he needs to go. Yeah. Um for me it, it, that's that is the, the moment of the year, but um yeah, I'm cool with that one, man. I ain't fussed. I think it's it's a great moment, and it can happen. Well, I don't know. I think. Uh, I think maybe the music is different. Yeah. Well, no, I think music's the same because I think it's location based. Um, right. But I don't know what. I think the first time I think there's a side mission that can do it but the first time the story makes it happen I think is when you're going down to Port Not City for the first time Yes. down that hill 
Um, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Cool. And then you deliver a pizza. And then, <laughs> and then you deliver a pizza. <laughs> Wearing so, an octa costume. <laughs> so, it's best moment. <laughs> Maybe. Best moment of 2019. The first time the. I can't see because your fucking name's over, Mike. The first time the soundtrack oh, kicks in on a delivery, Death Stranding. Uh, runners up are Level is Baba from Baba is You and figuring out what's going on in Outer Wilds. And then the next two will be much easier. But, yes, this is the best thing, yeah. racing game. We have zero nominees. <laughs> um, best multiplayer. Is nothing. Best multiplayer. Tetris 99, Apex Legends, Anthem, The Division 2, Death Stranding, Mario Maker 2, COD M- Gunfight. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Gunfight. COD M- um, Codma. Codma. And Gears 5, which was mainly for the Horde mode, because yeah. I don't think any of us actually played the no, multiplayer. And according to a lot of people who play. It's probably not great. <laughs> Gears multiplayer. I've never liked Gears multiplayer. It's not very good. Can you run up on people with just a shotgun? Yeah. Then I'll probably like it and competitive people probably won't. Yeah, <laughs> apparently the entire competitive community of Gears absolutely hate Five. I, I always liked Gears to play with somebody. Yeah. Um, so Horde mode's great. Yeah, you and I played through one and two. Together. Yeah. In co-op we did. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah. So. But I haven't done that in a while. Um, I do not have much of a say in this category. Um, uh, I've not played much multiplayer at all. We can, I've not either. Uh, I struggle to make this list, to be honest. Get rid of COD Modern Warfare Gunfight. I just want to give it a shout out because it's not the most unique mode ever, but um, it's I done. I maybe wouldn't cut it right away. Oh, yeah, I would um, get rid of it. If you're having fun think, with it, yeah. Mainly just because I think you're overestimating how much people care about the rest of these games. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I, I've sunk 40-something hours into Gunfight alone. Yeah. Because right away I say we should cut Anthem because the game's not that good. I was just trying to fill the list out. Yep. Yep. Uh, and we should cut Division 2 because I barely played it. Okay. So it's good, yeah. but I didn't really play multiplayer um, much. I would say Death Stranding really isn't multiplayer. Yeah, I put it in shared because the worlds. Strand stuff was cool, like the shared world, shared building stuff was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if we want to kind of make this more of a traditional multiplayer yeah, thing, I, I, it's a I, cool mechanic. If we had a best cool mechanic like we did before, um, yes. which I didn't do because it would have just been that and nothing else. Yeah, I, I um, loved how people interact with your world and yeah. what they can do I will just mention it quickly so you can end up with if you have a vehicle yeah. and you park it somewhere you abandon it or leave, leave it there somebody else will find it and take it yeah, yeah. so the earlier we were talking about the 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 costumer that you deliver a package to he stays in a part of the world that is it's full of rocks it's down in a valley and it is horrible to get to Uh, but what you can do is you can get in a vehicle and you can basically roll all the way down there yeah and but the problem is that you have to be careful because you can block yourself in okay with the vehicle Mm -hmm. but what tends to happen is you can get down there if you realize that it's better to go by foot you will go down and you'll deliver the package, have the cutscene, but then you'll come out and some lazy bastard <laughs> has taken Your the, vehicle. Big, the big, no, a vehicle, their vehicle, and abandoned it. 
Yeah, you and can't take other people's vehicles. Well, you can take other people's vehicles, but it doesn't impact their world. You, yes. you just get a copy of it, basically. You be, yeah. Okay. So I ended up that the person had left their vehicle and had <laughs> blocked me in. So for- do, do you know why people do that? It's, it, it's griefing. It- well, no, it's more It's because if you drive your vehicle up to the terminal and it has stuff in it, you don't have to take it out yes. of the vehicle. You just yeah. be close to it. What people don't seem to realise is there are most of these buildings have parking spaces outside and if you park in a parking space it also lets you access the inventory from it so no one ever parks in the parking spaces because i don't that mechanics never explained it. i just found it by accident one time and i don't think every building does it oh, um, right. i didn't realize that either because i i was doing that as well yeah some of the parking spaces i don't think it's every building i think it's just the big ones um, you can park a vehicle on them and they will let you access your inventory from inside. <laughs> it's like, oh, great, thanks. Um, but, yes, but everyone just like blocks the doors with their vehicles because yeah. they're trying to get it close enough that they don't have to carry things out. Yeah. Yes, that's okay. fair. Fair enough. Get rid of that one. Uh, Mario Maker 2. So, Mario Maker 2. Um, it's more Mario Maker. It's more Mario Maker. The multiplayer, like, it has actual multiplayer. Uh, which is not really why this is here because uh, the actual multiplayer is fine it's not really that good um, it's more the creation it's more the creation sharing your levels downloading yeah. other people's levels like that asynchronous kind of multiplayer yeah um, I played a lot of Mario Maker this I'm year I'm happy to keep it in the top oh, three I played so much Mario simply Maker because this year. of how good it's done and how well it's done yeah um, it's, they made a lot of really good improvements over the previous game um, a lot of steps back as well like the last game they patched in a ability to go to a website and bookmark a bunch of levels and they don't have that in this one so you have to search for them by code again which is annoying. a bit of a pain yeah but um yes I, I i would like that to be on here yeah no i'm happy to leave that there uh tetris 99 i'm probably also happy to leave that there because mm, tetris 99 definitely needs to be on it has to it's stay so yeah i know it's the one good battle royale game yeah yeah uh, well other, other than the one we're about to talk about. Well, yeah, I was going to say, did that actually come out this year? Apex Legends, yeah. yeah. Came out in, like, Apex Legends February? came out in February. All right, okay. um, which is why I did not end up playing Kingdom Hearts, because it came out a week before Kingdom Hearts, and I had far more fun playing Apex than I did That's Kingdom fair. Hearts. Mm-hmm. And I've just never went back to Kingdom Hearts. All right, okay. Um, and I've dipped back in Apex every single time they've launched a new season. Fair enough. Uh, I would... I'm trying to. I would probably take Apex Legends off before I take off Gunfight, but Apex Legends is a better game. I play a lot of Apex Legends. Apex Legends is actually probably the. Excluding Mario Maker's like asynchronous thing. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. Actually, I play way more Tetris. But it is, it's one of my most played at the yeah, I, I like I, that game. I'm happy to get rid of COD, Modern Warfare, Gunfight. Uh, we could cut. Uh, we could cut Mario Maker. We could cut no. Mario Maker and COD, and then do Gears Five, Apex, and tre- Tetris. <sighs> See, I think we'd cut Gears Five because the only thing that's good about it is Horde. The Horde, mode. <laughs> the Horde mode is really good, but I guess it is also just. I think. Look, it. it... <sighs> Basically, what you're saying is, this is the game that you had the most fun playing. Yeah. In multiplayer, so. The game I've had the most fun playing in multiplayer. Specifically with Kieran and Nathan is Apex Legends this year. Yeah, that's we played a how lot I feel of well. that together as a trio. Yeah, well, we did, and it was a good solid two three weeks of us just yeah. non stop no lifing it. Yeah, so 
I think Tetris 99 and Apex Legends both have to be locks on this. I think yes. it's between which one of the bottom three we keep. Right. In um, my opinion, I, at least. I'm going to say keep Mario Maker over Call of Duty, because Call of Duty is one mode. It's right, on that, here for one mode. It doesn't Yeah, matter. that doesn't matter if it's still... I, I like that mode as well. When we played that beta, yeah. and I was fucking sniping fools, that was great. Yeah, I, I've played 40-plus hours of this one game mode since two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. S- since yeah, since my fiance went home on the sixth of January, I have played forty plus hours of this one game mode. Let's keep it. Let's get rid of Mario Maker and we'll do Tetris Ninety Nine, Apex Legends, and COD. Cool. With I'm assuming Tetris Ninety Nine winning. <laughs> I could see you go to either Tetris or Apex. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I don't think Golf Leaks have had those arguments about whether COD should be on it at all. Is yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> I'd argue for Apex and the fact that it completely changed the way battle royals were being doing at that done at that point but you could also argue that yeah. for tetris yeah i'm um, torn because i think i like tetris and have played probably more of tetris yeah but also i didn't play tetris with like people i knew well th- that's, so that's that, a thing for me yeah that's what i was gonna say sometimes the multiplayer do you judge it with because you're playing with other people yeah. or is it because you're playing with people that you want I will, to play with that's what would lead me towards Apex Legends I definitely I will, have the most, yeah. friend, most fun like playing that, games yeah. I will quote myself after the first week of playing Apex with Kieran and Nathan this is the most fun I've had playing a multiplayer since Halo 3 mm-hmm. yeah. man we need to play Halo Reach forgot yeah. about that <laughs> this, this, that came out PC I, so when I'm playing Tetris 19 Tetris 99 is on my game of the year list. Yeah. Yes. Um, Which is not surprising at all. No. Yeah. I view it as it's a single player game, but I need 90 other people to play it with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. I think I think that sorts it. Also, and I've just it, it's not being mean. Play more epic. <laughs> it's, it, it's not being mean. It's not a social experience. No. Um, no, and if you get a, a group of friends together that enjoy playing Apex, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't even the fun thing about Apex is you. It's a forced social experience anyway, because if you're playing with two other randoms and it's you're not mic'd up, yeah, they have a system in that where you can tag enemies and tag weapons and stuff yep. to talk to each other without having so, to talk. Yeah, which was an innovative system that Fortnite then stole. And implemented in their game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, they they introduced a bunch of stuff that other games stole. Yeah. yeah. The, um, the tagging. The, yeah. The beacons. The all that shit. Uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll quote again, and this probably doesn't mean much to people out there, but it means a lot to those two when I say the words. It's the most fun I've had playing a multiplayer game since Halo Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm 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 comfortable with that. It's... Yeah. Bold it, bold Apex Legends. It's the only <laughs> game I have refused. You bolded Mario Maker. I did. Well. Mario Maker Two. Maker two one. <laughs> out of nowhere. Um, um, yeah. Best multiplayer game, Apex Legends. Yeah. Only game I've refused to delete off my PS4 for space this year. Uh, I have had Gravity Rush Two installed since like. <laughs> <laughs> um, best multiplayer it goes to Apex Legends with runners up. Tetris 99 and COD Moo Gunfight. I'm good with that. Yep. Then we have Best Action Game, which would be a short one because it's nonsense because all of these games are different genres from each other. Yeah. And action is too vague of an overall like yes. meta, meta yeah. genre. So nominees we have 
Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Gears 5 good action game good Marvel Ultimate game. Alliance 3 Damon X Machina Astral Chain and Devil May Cry 5 I think um, I filled this category with a bunch of stuff mainly because Damon X Machina Astral Chain Devil May Cry 5 like didn't fit anywhere else yeah, and all I really of them like, were kinda I fucking love all three of those games yeah. and none of them made my game of the year list and none of them were anywhere <laughs> else so I was like make up something and yeah the one game I'd give this to because it hasn't won anything else yet and it's a really really good game is Marvel on the Lines 3 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because you've got what, you've got, what was you, what would you say Jedi Fallen Order is, platformer? No. It's no, it's a, it's an action game. It's, a, it's, a, it's an action. It's game, a yeah. character action. It's, it's too. It's Tomb Raider Souls. Yeah. Yes. It feels like a. It feels. This is gonna sound like I'm being mean, but I mean this in the most like kind way and in a way that is the thing I love about it. It feels like a PS2 game. Yes, it's like a Ratchet and Clank or a, a you know a, a licensed you know action it's, yeah, it's game. A fairly it's, good old school action game. Yeah, like it's it's good. It's not the best. It has a lot of issues, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But that's what it reminds me of. That's what it feels like, especially because it's got those stupid fucking sliding sections everywhere. Um, <laughs> so many times. I kind of like them. I like them the first time. Those are the most Tomb Raider part of it. Never mind the like climbing up stuff. Is the, most, the, the Tomb Raider reboots have so many of those, although they took out the gory deaths for this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cal never gets his fucking head impaled on a spike. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, yeah, I've not finished that game, yet, so maybe there's still time. <laughs> the Sith Lords have really went fucking dark. I don't know. What have we not talked about in this list? Uh, Astral Chain. Yeah. Astral Chain is the latest Platinum game. It's yes. You play as a policeman who has a chain to a demon thing from the astral dimension, and together you fight other demony things. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Just to let people know a little bit into the, when we create game of the year, we will sometimes add categories just Take to highlight away. certain games. So. Yeah. We had a category that we cut uh, that contained Astral Chain. And yes. it, it was called What the Fuck Have I Just Played? Because yeah. that is, I think that's the best way to to describe Astral Chain. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's weird, though, because, I mean, without spoiling stuff, Astral Chain's story is just, if you've ever watched the movie Neon Genesis Evangelion, that is just the plot like literally they steal scenes mm-hmm. from it and there's it's weird because the game's really good but like it's the story and a lot of the like direct scenes are just lifted from that anime yeah. and it's weird <laughs> it has some it, some really weird gameplay in it as well it's got um, the detective stuff from Batman <laughs> yeah I quite like that stuff there's like tons of weird side missions you can do um, the combat starts really bad and it gets good but it starts so <laughs> yes. terrible that like the amount of people I've talked to that have been like playing the first two missions and be like this game's terrible why do you like this so much I'm like just give it one more mission <laughs> give it one more mission you get the boost where you end up actually being able to do damage to things it's nonsense um, but by the end of it it's like most other Platinum games like you're doing these big crazy combos it's like got that kind of like Bayonetta kind of thing where you're doing all these big crazy attacks and combos yep. and blasting everything and it's it's great 
Um, it, I feel like it should be on this list because I like it so much. But also, I feel that way about every game on this list. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Devil May Cry 5, we haven't really talked about much, but it's yeah. the fifth Devil May Cry game. There isn't that much to say about it because it's just a really good Devil May Cry. Like, as a return to form after 4. Yep. Because I think everyone here will like 4. Yeah. I might be the most down on 4 because I got really fed up with the fact that halfway through a game you just play the game backwards again. I actually kind of like that. <laughs> I... I. For me, it felt like, oh, they ran out of money. Well, see, you were you were bigger into the, the series before 4. Yeah, I really like 3. 3 is still my favourite. Yeah, 5 I, is close I, to it. I liked 4 even though it made you do the backtracking. Yeah. 4 was my first foray into the series. That's probably why I have such... That's nice nostalgic feelings about it, uh-huh. and then I went back and played other ones. I like four a lot. Um, I I didn't like the backtracking, but it's you know it's still a good game. Five feels like it. It's just it's just great. There's no none of that backtracking stuff. It's yeah. all just new levels. It's new characters. There, you play three different characters that all play completely differently from each other. Mm-hmm. The new character V has this whole moveset based around summoning creatures and making them fight for you so you're never like directly attacking enemies and it's weird and cool um yeah yeah. so gears 5 i played in conjunction with Mm -hmm. 4 almost back to back okay actually it was back to back because that's probably why you didn't finish it as fast as i did then because you were yeah you played a hell of a lot of gears i played a hell of a lot of gears i because i played uh, I played two levels of Gears 4 and then with three days before Gears 5 comes out consumed the rest of it <laughs> walloped through it and then straight into Gears. yeah. and I found it the whole experience an enjoyable shooter yeah. and that's how I described it with, yeah um, Gears 5 I struggled a little bit more with it because I'd pl- I went straight. It says, "How do you want to play it? Experienced players should play it on hard." And I went, "Yeah, well, fuck it, I'll do it that way." There, so I am playing. I'm replaying sections. I'm dying quite a bit. Um, I played it on normal. Yeah, some of the, the the snipers that you have. Wow, they just yeah. The minute you poke even ahead, on normal, they annihilate you. Yeah, you you poke a head out of somewhere. That's it. You're done. They've got the um, where the 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 droids get. Infused, yeah, with the, infected, yeah, yeah, those they, things are horrible. Yeah, on hard, they're just they're, they're not even funny. I played normal, and there was still a lot of dying. <laughs> um, I think I finished but, the game in five days, though. But it is enjoyable. It's it is a good. We used to have a shooter category, yeah, um, and then we made it action. But, yeah, but it yeah, could come back. There just wasn't enough. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Um, found it just enjoyable and yeah, I, think, yeah, no. I think I'd like to leave it on there at the moment before we and then we can start the arguing fair enough yeah. um, um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance we, 3 we haven't really spoken about too much we, we mentioned it because of the characters that I tried yeah. to yeah. try to sneak on to I tried to sneak in yes yeah um, bloody good game is what it is I it's I like it. I don't like it as much as you guys do, but I, I it's like, superhero I like it. Diablo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, 
It's no, more Marvel. It doesn't have all the kind of loot stuff, but yeah. It's more it Marvel. It has some loot right. stuff. It's sort of, but not in a, yeah. not in a very... It's more Marvel on the lines, is what it is. <laughs> um, um, a game series which me and you played the hell out of in co-op. Yes, yeah. we did, yeah. A lot of Marvel on the lines, one and two in co-op. Like, finish those games yes, as yeah. a tandem. Yeah. No, and, they... yeah, just... It preys exactly on what those games were. It preys on the nostalgia of loving them. Yeah. And it preys on people being giant freaking Marvel nerds. And <laughs> mm-hmm. they're fantastic. They're well done. The They're just great beat-em-up games. They're great top-down beat-em-ups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With fairly well-written, if albeit, you know, expected storylines. Yeah. Although the way they introduce people and the you know, yeah, it, the, it's fun, the, fun, yeah. The other world think, segment where Ghost Rider rides out of nowhere, you're like, hey, woo, yes! <laughs> it just it yeah. gives you those moments yeah. of glee. We haven't so, talked about Demon X Machina, have we? We have, yes. Did we talk about it? Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say that Jedi Fallen Order. I think you could probably. That's the one I would cut. I, I, I'm yeah. willing to cut it so Kieran can get one of the put on here. I mean, what? <laughs> um, I think it's fun, but it, I. It would be in my top three, but. I think the combat's not great in it. It feels a bit. I don't know. Nothing about it feels as tight as it could. It, it's a different style of game. I don't think it's in. Yeah. I think it also doesn't help that I started playing Sekiro. Um, which came out last year and probably would have made right. somebody's list if I played it, um, which is the game that Jedi Fallen Order's combat is kind of heavily inspired by. Uh-huh. Before you played it. Um, well, I started playing it just now. <laughs> so I played oh, Jedi okay. Fallen Order first, and I never thought that Jedi Fallen... Even since I started playing it, I thought it didn't feel very tight combat-wise. Yeah. I felt the combat was fine, but a it's, bit, you know... It does have a lot of combat in it. Yeah. yeah. But the way to defeating things... Is not the action, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, like. Being... So you, you can take. You see stormtroopers and right, they're carrying blasters. I'm not going to engage them. I'm going to show myself, and I'm going to hit their beams back to them. Yeah. yeah. Um, Especially when you get the. Oh no! How far you guys got? Oh no! I finished it. How far have you got, Mike? Four planets. All right. Once you get the thing that lets you deflect things better. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it, Mike. <laughs> I, think, I think I might already have it. You can go and get it earlier. Yeah, you can. But yeah, <laughs> so what I'm getting to is, yeah, you really maul those enemies, you know. Th- there's that. There's you get to the planet that's got the big spiders and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, when, you, when yes. you start to get all your force powers as well. Yes. Did you yeah. get the thing from the planet with the big spiders and stuff? I mean, there's a couple of things. The there. red planet. Uh, I'm halfway through it. So I okay, so that, never mind that. It's fine. I did uh, not get that early. I went and got it early. I did not. Okay, uh, you so, get you get a thing that makes deflecting better. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, but there's, yeah, you, you figure out that you can let stormtroopers take out yeah the beasties, and then you take them out. Yes. So it's it's more puzzle and exploration than action. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a thing that it's why I said that it feels more like a PS2 game because I feel like a lot of games. 
Yeah. This gen don't really do that kind of mix of stuff anymore. Yeah, and then you've got the wall running in certain yeah. ways to get yeah. places, and it's a bit kind of. It's a bit Tomb Raidery. Yeah. Yeah, mixed with Dark Souls. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely got a bunch of them. Yeah. Okay, um, we need to get one more off of here. Uh, two. Probably two more off two here. More. Um. It should probably be the two Switch ones. I mean, other, more of a line, lines, I guess, is also Switch. Yeah, yeah, it's also a Switch game. There's three Switch games here. <sighs> it should probably be Demon X Machina. Demon X, something. yeah. But I really, really like both those games. <laughs> I, I liked Demon X Machina. I, I liked play it, Astral Chain. I liked it more than I thought yeah, I was same. going to. I um, wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. Also, I was listening to a podcast that spoiled the end of that game, and it made me go back to that game and try to finish it because the end oh, of that really? game sounds nonsense. <laughs> the whole game is nonsense. It's... Well, yeah. Also, the story in that game should have been best story, obviously. Uh, no, the story in that game is bad and it's nonsense, <laughs> and is like it's trying to do the kind of character moments that we've talked about with like you know all of our favorite kind of games of this year that had you know good stories like you yeah know, and Death it Stranding. fails horribly <laughs> it feels horribly because it's just a bunch of text and floating heads they didn't have the budget for it um well that that was i think that was the thing about demon x machina and it reminded me of the we were talking about it earlier with the the armored core stuff or the is it armored core i can't the, remember the, if armored the, core the, has it. the from software yeah, yeah, yeah. mech game that's armored core no, Armacore had three games, or I could be. Armacore is the From Software one. Uh, is it? Yeah. Are you thinking of Steel Battalion? Was it Steel? That's Bat- not From Software though. No, it was the the From Software Mech one, and it was basically it was online only. You picked a faction. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, Front mission. No, I don't know if it was Front Mission. No, Front Mission is different. I don't know, maybe it was one of the Armored Core games. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, so you played that. The story was whack. Yeah. The whole thing was, it looked like a budget game. Looked and felt like it. But it was still great. Yeah. And that's Damon X Machina. <laughs> yeah. that is that as well. Yes. And it just feels it just feels good to move that mech around. Like the <laughs> yeah. way the way the mech's like... Yeah don't walk they just like skid across the floor it's so fucking good um it's very anime yeah well I it's it's a curiosity and I love it It, yes yeah well I feel like given the way these conversations are going it's probably Gear 5 Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 and Devil May Cry 5 yeah I think so Fair enough. Um, I did not think I'd get both Gears and Marvel Ultimate Alliance onto this list, but... Mike really likes Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I'm not going up against that. <laughs> um, you do. I don't like it. You don't much, want to come up against me when it comes it. to Gears 5. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is fine. <laughs> but I'd also argue that Devil May Cry 5 is like one of the best playing action games. Um, it's the one that I haven't played this year, and it, it's, it's probably the one that I... Neat. Oh, yeah, um, I've played it, but I didn't yourself. play a lot of it. Yeah, um, but I'd be happy giving this. To I am. It. I'm happy with yeah. all three of those on there. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, I'm happy with you bolding Devil May Cry Five. Oh, or Michael, whoever does it first. Um, Mike did it. 
Best action game of 2019, Devil May Cry 5. With Gears 5 and Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 as the runners up. And that does it for day three. We're gonna go eat a bunch of foods. Probably play some stuff. Probably play some stuff. And then we'll be back tomorrow with prettiest game, in which case we will murder each other. Um, <laughs> yep. And especially this year, there's so many stylized things. Oh, really? Uh, and uh, then our game of the years, where we'll go through each of our top tens, and then we'll do a top. I mean, right now it says top three. But we usually do but, top five. I think we usually do a top five. <laughs> but there's only three <laughs> listed there, so I don't know, we change things. Um, oh no, Mike fixed it. Okay, we'll do a top five overall, which will be nonsense. Goodbye. See ya.